Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Podcast episode 157. I got a hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Happy Star Wars Day, April. No, May the fourth. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just wanted to drop that little uh, beat real quick. You know, everything's got to have those like rolling hi-hats these days for uh, hip-hop, man. I don't know. I'm sick of it, but uh, that's just what it, what's going on. Um, okay. <laughs> anyways, man, I wanted to bring that up real quick because I saw that you had a really awesome stencil in the street, man, in <laughs> celebration of uh, uh, Star Wars. There was nothing Wars new. I, I had these stencils, you know, sitting yeah, around but... for years, actually, and just put them together and actually my wife didn't quite but the combination why i would have you know uh princess leia thinking about mike tyson you know well the Um, combination was new and that's why i wanted to ask you about too because uh um you know yeah why why is princess leia thinking of mike tyson man um well i i just i'd like to think that during her time she probably did you know, think about my, who knows? She may have hung out with Mike. Who knows? You know, maybe they, uh, <laughs> hit a little bit of the booger sugar together. Maybe. Well, you know, <laughs> who knows? You know, uh, anyway, gentlemen, don't talk about things like this, but, um, no, I just, I figured that, um, you know, Yourself, it was, right? it would kind of, um, be too easy the other way. You know what I mean? It'd be like, Oh, of course he's thinking about, um, her for, you know, uh, May 4th, you know, but then, it maybe it's her thinking about what he would sound like if he said, you know, uh, may the fourth be with you. So nice. I, you know, I I was thinking like, uh, you know, she's thinking of my interpretation of it actually was she's thinking of like something like something of strength to kind of like give herself like, uh, you know, like I'm Mike Tyson, bitch. (laughs) Tyson. Yeah. Like Mike Tyson, bitch. Well, you know, I actually had a pretty good weekend. We didn't actually get to talk about my vacation because the, the guest was in the room already earlier. But, you know, I had a really, really cool trip to uh, – I went to Mexico, and then um, I actually got a Where chance in to- Mexico? Mexico is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the east coast of Mexico in the Yucatan Peninsula, and Uh-oh. I actually went to Cancun. I went to uh, Carmen del Playa, and I also went to Tulum too, man. 
Um, it was wow. my first time in uh, Carmen del Playa and uh, Tulum. And, um, you know, can I've been to Cancun before, to be honest. It's like... Dude, Cancun's so done. You know, I mean, I've never been to any of those places. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I sound like a fucking ass, but I'm just saying... No, no not at all. For Cancun, you know, it's like this, like, resort town where, like, everything's just super commercial, man. Like, you know, it's just like... You don't get to know the character of, a, of an area by that, you know. It's just purely resort people that work I mean, at the resorts. And and also, yeah. it's just like, it's, it's like... It's like going down a Hollywood sheltered Boulevard. area, basically, but a shelter from the, you know, I mean, from the city like, or whatever. Yeah, and it's also like I said, I it's like going down to Hollywood Boulevard, man. I mean, like it's just like the most commercial shit you'll ever like find. Uh, you know what I mean, like everything's like all inclusive, right? And then it's like a Hard Rock. I, I sit at the Hard Rock. It was cool because it's like you know I normally sit, I like the Hard Rock just because the vibe, you know. And then it's like I was like, oh, sh if you follow my story, like I'll just post like random um you know clips whatever i'm saying there because I, whenever i go to vegas i stay there too right and then like since we've you know done started doing the show uh you know we've befriended dave navarro right and it's weird like seeing like your friend like on the wall like right there or like his clothes <laughs> like in the uh in the cabinet you know i mean sometimes it's like hey look dave navarro's clothes Dude, from jane's addiction right and then you're i know i'm like i had the urge to like get take out my phone and like text a picture to dave and be like hey dave check out your clothes bro like fanboying <laughs> over here but, but i did i mean i didn't actually because it's like i talk about being uncool man like you know what i mean it's like hey check out your clothes you used to wear man <laughs> but you know what i did actually the other day i was actually in costa mesa and i did see a tattoo shop called life after death tattoo and I, oh. that's when I texted Dave, you know, I was like, Hey, what's oh, up, okay. Dave? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying like, just, just a little lesson and like, you know, don't text celebrities that are close, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not that cool. You know, you know what I mean? But like, I said, life I'm sure you that. would appreciate it, but you know, it's still a, a, a you know, a little, <laughs> little fanboyish. but yeah, that's exactly. Okay. So, but you know, like I said, he, he, it was good to text back and forth to Dave for a little bit too, after I saw that tattoo shop, man. But basically I wanted to, um, I wanted to uh, just like bring up, okay, so down in Mexico, man, I also went to uh, Tulum um, and dude, man, I'm telling you, Tulum is like, it got really hot this year. I mean, in terms of like social media, all these influencers were going to Tulum and like, you know, it seemed like the spot to be, but I figure I was like, dude, I'm going to take a little uh, uh, trip to, uh, to visit Chichen Itza. Might as well go and check out Tulum, you know, and the vibe there is just amazing man like i'll tell you right now it's totally my style it's not like the uh you know cancun all-inclusive commercial shit it's very like you know hippie vibe and things like that and it was just amazing i highly recommend going to tulum the music was amazing i might do a show there one day or something like that because the vibe is just i don't know it's my style man um but i wanted to actually like uh bring a few pictures from my a few clips from my vacation actually when i visited chichen itza man um, because this has like been one of my dreams to actually go, uh, check this out. It's one of the seven new wonders of the world, right? Wow. So, uh, you know, it's a pyramid basically. And, um, I'm just going to bring this clip up real quick. Oh, hold on one second. I'm going to bring this. No way. Hold on. Um, yeah, man, it, it, it was so cool, dude. <clears throat> I got to go to, uh, uh, this pyramid right here and um you know the wow. thing the thing about the pyramid is that 
the Mayans built it right. And, uh, you know, there's all this talk always from ancient aliens. I don't know if you remember that guy from ancient aliens, Giorgio. You remember that? Uh, no. Anyways, they would always say like, oh, what aliens. I can't tell you about that pyramid that's in this picture is I can't really vouch for the uh, if those stairs are going to pass code. They, <laughs> they look like you could just oof. One well, step not- at the top, you're like. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's 91 steps apparently, and um, the, the, uh, apparently. <laughs> so it's so cool because like, okay, an ancient sorry, alien. Sorry, falling down the stairs. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. <laughs> In the show, awesome, like ancient man. aliens, uh, you know, they used to say like aliens came down and like it's it, oh no it, i've actually seen um some youtube uh, I think, uh simon simon whistler one of his one of his shows uh side project mega projects or some shit like that i heard about that so basically their whole thing is like they had no wheel if they had no wheel like how could they have built all this right <laughs> that, that's their like selling argument okay and i'll tell logs. you right now <laughs> well it's not even logs man the thing is like when i was looking when i was actually able to um kind of like examine this pyramid uh, up close, man. I was like, dude, it's not actually that big, each stone. You, you know what I mean? And Oh, you can pick them up and carry them. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, you, you know what I mean? And the thing is, like, they did have other shapes. Like, they had the basketball hoop. Um, let me try to bring that up, actually. because uh, it'll. What? Basketball play. hoop? Well, you know, Mayans, they play, like, basketball, right? Basically, it's like a, it's, it's like a hoop, but it's not, like, laying down. It's, like kind of to the side right and uh here let me wait to the side what do you mean is it like a hole in the wall or is it no it's just like sticking out like a sign like a sign would like out of the side of the building and let me just pull it up because once once i bring it up you're like oh yeah 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 i remember i remember see if i can Um, do it better let me let me see here if you look at this picture there's a ring hanging out at the side of the wall right there oh i see what you mean okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. instead they, of slamming the ball straight down you'd have to throw it sideways to go through yeah it was on a huge or horizontal rather yeah it, it was amazing to actually go there in person because i've been looking at uh learning about this you know mind culture for so long and you know watching all these documentaries and it's so cool because they actually had <clears throat> uh well hold on before i get to, before i get there um as you notice <laughs> that uh basketball hoop type thing isn't a shape of a wheel right <laughs> okay <laughs> just fyi <laughs> you know what i mean so they yeah technically... if one guy looked up there was like hmm <laughs> so technically... should use that shape for something else it's fine in there. <clears throat> so so i got my question answered that they actually knew the shape right but the thing is you got to think about this first of all there's no horses okay because the biggest uh the biggest animal there is a tapir. You know what tapir is? Is that like some type of antelope? Um, I don't know. It kind of looks like an anteater. It's closer to an anteater than it is to an antelope. Oh no, 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 no! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, but yeah, you know, it's it, you know, I, I not actually a met fucking one of antelope these, at all. I I met one of these things at a at a, one of the parks, and it was so cool. It looks like an anteater, but you know, it's like it's like leftover parts is what it looks like. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like the size of a big dog, uh, uh, like a really big dog. With a, with a big diaper on. It's wearing a big diaper. It's got white, and then, wow, yeah. I, I think that, that, that one's a different. So that's the only thing that's around as far as animal uh, yeah, so, so, resources. Yeah, exactly. So basically, it's like you don't <laughs> – and think about this. It's thick jungle brush, man. Like what are you going to use a wheel for, and what's going to pull that wheel, okay? 
So nothing through the jungle brush. Exactly. You know, I mean, so the whole like ancient aliens argument of like they didn't even have the wheel, man. They didn't even have the wheel is just it's just a dumb argument, man. And I tell you what's going to work better in that situation. Just, you know, uh, thinking about it, if you have a lot of brush like that, what you do is you, you get a big piece of plywood or, you know, a big piece of flat wood and then you stand it up and you just press it down. And then you can just pull that through and it basically almost plows a, a course for you. So it makes it easier for that next piece of wood to go through. And you just put the rocks down on top of that and drag it through. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they basically, so check out these rocks real quick, Teach. I mean, the whole like ancient aliens things was like, how do they make these rocks so smooth? Uh, you they're know, not. they're so, they're not that smooth. And from a distance, us- it looks like that. But when you get up close, it's. Yeah, it's not that smooth. <laughs> like a Monet and, painting. <laughs> and you know what? Check this out. <laughs> Check this out. Also, guess what? They use a lot of slave labor. And you, you know what I mean? Like you could do wonders with slave labor, man. When you have a kid that starts at five years old and all oh his job God. is knows just, nothing else. Exactly. Right. So, uh, you know, you'd be surprised. So here's a picture of me at Chichen Itza, man. I was like just super happy to finally visit. But, you know, everything in this entire uh, pyramid actually is um, <clears throat> means something like there's like 12 steps. Uh, sorry, oh, like the 12 not... step program <laughs> <laughs> or there's four there's, sorry there's four sides sorry. which basically means the four seasons and you know it kind of they felt, figured out all this numerology that um you, you know these minds already knew so and my, my apologies about me laughing about the 12 step thing that's that's not something to laugh about back to the show <laughs> <laughs> teach always being politically correct that's why i love you bro you, Dude, you these days I mean? you can't i mean you know it's Everyone's Fuck him, dude. Offend him, man. We're just talking. Don't listen. Don't listen if you don't like what we're talking about. Dude, <laughs> that's some that's some wicked uh that's some wicked um archaeology, you know. It's uh Yeah, no, I mean it's it's really crazy. So, so check this out. This is when I knew they were masters at they this is not a primitive civilization, okay? So basically there's this bird <clears throat> that um echoes that okay, so this is this bird that used to live in the uh, region that is now extinct, basically. Okay, let me show you a picture of this bird. Uh, the dodo? Nah, I don't know what it's called. I know the dodo went extinct. I don't know where the fuck that thing, that bird's this from. This is a but... picture of the bird, basically. Right, so what, mm. the, what the legend is that they were actually able to capture the sound of the bird inside the pyramid. So let me just show you. So basically, yeah, you're really crazy, okay? <clears throat> so... Let me show you. So what happens is if you stand right here directly below the steps and then you clap, basically the echo will return from the uh, temple at the top in the sound of a bird. So check this out. Hold on. In the sound of a bird? Yes. Yeah. So listen for it. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's crazy. You, You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. So basically, no, but you can, looking at the way that it is shaped, you can see how there's an opening there. And if you have whatever's on the inside of that opening is the correct shape that's going to reverberate whatever sound that goes in there. That's brilliant. So, so the, but the reason is not actually the shape, it's actually the type of rock that's actually uh, the, it it creates an echo, right? I guarantee you the shape of the, what the rock is, is a big thing to do it as well. Right, but check this out. The rock itself creates a higher pitch echo, basically. Okay, because it's a special type of rock, and then they actually get it from below the earth, which is way higher, uh, way way lower, from a sinkhole. So I actually went to this sinkhole where they excavate the rocks, basically. 
and Good then uh, check this out. It's a huge oh, wow. And there's me swimming inside it. Oh, nice. I like that. Trying I to bring back some memories for me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, man, it was just like, honestly, it was an amazing time, man. Um, full of like, just like rich history, dude. And I, I you know, I, like I said, I, I'm just not Cancun, the resorts. It's not really my scene. I, I prefer to like, you know, just check out the vibe of a local Tulum, spot. Huh? Tulum is the shit, man. So I highly recommend Tulum and, uh, nice. um, you know, Chichen Itza, man. That's the shit, dude. So. You know, I well, had let me show time. you this right quick. The reason why yeah. I'm, I'm actually wearing this shirt, it has, uh, for those of you who are just listening, um, it has a priority mail uh, sticker on it. I didn't get into this in the last episode, <laughs> but it also has the Capitol building and a guy on a gyrocopter by the name of Doug Hughes. I don't know if that rings a bell for any of you guys, but, um, and then it says, be like Doug. <laughs> um, Doug is an activist and he flew a gyrocopter and landed it on the lawn of the Capitol building. He had 537 letters to go to each member of Congress about trying to get uh, big money out of uh, campaign financing. And so my friend uh, John Ennis uh, connected Doug and I, and I actually got a canvas to him of one of these you know, prints that I did, and he actually used it on a, on a TED Talks. But he, nice. uh, he got in touch with me because he's doing a book. And um, so this, uh, take a look at that, those of you that are watching. This is uh, the first idea that I sent him for the, uh, for the book cover. Nice. Um, it's basically a priority mail sticker with my uh, backwards dollar bill kind of around the outside of the, of the frame with the Capitol building down bottom and then uh, Doug Hughes on the gyrocopter kind of up at the top, leaving room in the middle for the title and everything. Nice. Um, waiting to hear back from him. I just sent it to him earlier today. And this is like the first, you know, image that I've sent him as far as, you know, seeing, figuring out what we're going to do for the, for the cover. But the spine is just basically going to be him on that little gyrocopter and then the, the Capitol building down at the bottom. Just make him small and put him on the spine and then nice, simple backside. That's awesome, so, man. That looks great, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm stoked to be able to, you know, you know, uh, hopefully it works out and I have my artwork on this guy's book, man. That's, uh, that's an honor. This dude was willing to risk his life. <clears throat> he knew there's a chance that he was going to get shot down yeah you know he warned him he called in and warned him and said hey i'm coming in i have no arms no nothing i just have some letters i'd like to deliver them to congress and this is where i'm going to land please don't shoot me down and you know luckily they didn't shoot him down yeah they could have in their rights very well in their rights could have just plucked that dude right out of the sky and Holy man. Um, they have to take i always feel like the white house like has like like you know something you want you want to talk about you know making uh an impression and doing something at the capitol building that's the way to do it you know what i mean it only take it only took one man to make a huge impression you know what i mean and he didn't break in and enter the the building he didn't i mean he he didn't even hurt the grass where he landed you know what i mean they they sent a guy out in a bomb suit and then they sent out a, a bomb um little uh robot and everything just they had to follow procedures and everything but um he ended up having to serve, I think it was 120 days of community service for his infraction. Mm. But, uh, dude, that's some, that's some effort right there. That's some willingness to, to try to do what you think is the best thing to do to help people out. Yeah, man. So cheers, Doug. Hell Love yeah. you, man. <laughs> well, dude, you know, um, I see our guests in the waiting room. The timing, man. amazing.
Yeah, it's, it's really it's really nice actually. Uh, go over some housekeeping. So basically, today we have an artist by the name of Inksap, and um, you know I love Inksap, man. I've known that dude for a long time, man. He's been oh. getting up and and staying staying solid in the streets. And, and I didn't uh, know you guys you know, know each other. Nice. Well, I've I've met him I think a couple times. Uh, not a whole lot, but I just I see his work, of course, more than I see him. That's yeah. normally how it is with us. <laughs> well, I actually. Um, I actually saw his work I, over the weekend. I was at a music video shoot with uh, a guy by the name of Zach Murdoch, who is in a band called Channel the Sun, and he invited me out hmm. there to Santee Alley to uh, do a um, shoot. And th and then I was like, you know, he's like, hey, can we get a couple of cans of ghost spray paint inside the uh, the video? I was like, hey, man. I mean, we got a few left. Actually, no, actually, I changed that got a few Actually, more left i just got a whole palette today okay so all those people that we owe paint to um you're gonna think we're like you know montana we're like big time hey man why don't you give me a couple cans give me cans dude we gotta sell these things now yeah but check this out. like i said we're we, you know I, I already have a few uh people hitting me up to buy them man they're uh 10 bucks a pop um you know support the show get a free can i mean get a can of paint <coughs> uh, you know, we're just going to keep on doing this, man. We're trying to figure out the good price point or like how to distribute them. But um, if you want to support the show, we'd love for you to buy some paint. Well, like we said on this one, we, uh, you know, we had them shipped to Florida first. And so we're, we're having to kind of eat some of the uh, and learn. you, you living know. and learning lessons. But um, no, dude, um, yeah, it's, uh, it helps uh, support us. And plus, you know, um slowly we're going to be starting to bring in colors uh different colors of spray paint and it, uh, it's not just a donation box too you actually get some paint right so <laughs> you, you know, damn good paint man yeah hell yeah man so uh um let me just bring in inks Coming hey, how's it going, guys? Awesome, man. Hey. Nice, man. Good to see you. I love the background immediately. Look at this, man. I got some amazing artwork back there. Got some hey, shelves, you. some stuff on the shelves as well. What yeah, are the where are you? Where are you? And... Where, uh, first of all, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us today, dude. Thank you. Um, Long time no uh, see, uh, and uh, yeah, oh, nice know, to right? meet you, James. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? man. Nice to meet you, Inksap. Uh, we were just having a little chat before you came on. I was telling James that I've I think I've seen you a couple times, but I've seen you work in mm -hmm. the streets, of course, way more than I see you. That's always the way it is with us, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People I'm see a... our work way more than they see us. <laughs> That's right. You know, but um, one of the yeah, things... man, uh, go ahead, James. Uh, this month is actually uh, Asian American Heritage Month, and obviously you guys get to see mm -hmm. my Asian American face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know i figure out uh, last week last week uh show or a couple weeks ago we brought an og chino i just posted that um you know i don't you know to me uh, like you know we've never really well, had okay let's get down to that uh Inksep, where uh, yeah. <clears throat> where you're from and what is your what is your heritage yeah man uh well first off thank you for letting me guys on and uh, i really like your guys' platform and like everything about it um but yeah thank you man I am from uh, California. I'm actually from Orange County originally. Oh, yeah. And uh, my heritage is uh, Vietnamese. And it's funny because like some people think I'm 
Korean, if I go to a Korean store, they're like, oh, you must be Korean. They talk to me Korean. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I go to a Chinese place and they're like, talk to me like, you know, Shay Shay. And I'm like, you're welcome. I don't know. No, you're so, right. You know what? Just from Asian to Asian, man, you do have like a, uh, you know, I, I actually, I was going to like, I don't know wh what you are. And I would have hmm. guessed, I would have guessed uh, like Chinese, you, you know what I mean? But, you know, that's coming from another Chinese person. But obviously, I'm, I'm guessing you're from like Westminster or Garden Grove. Right. From OC, right? Dude, you're so racist. <laughs> you're so racist, James. Come on, man. Be nice yeah. for a guest. Teacher finally figured out the uh, the direction he's supposed to turn in to talk to me. Actually, after I've been going like this the whole time because when I look <laughs> at my screen, that's what I see. He's right. over here, you're down there, but no, evidently he's over there. Yeah, so, hey, I yeah. actually got to turn to you like this to talk to you, but I'm actually. I know. But anyway, it's working. I see it. So I'm, I guess I just look straight then, or maybe I look behind me. I don't know. <laughs> you look up. Look up. Look up. I'll look up. Then, I like that. I look up and <laughs> like the Brady Bunch, only three. Hey. You know. What's up? Anyways, um, so you're born in OC, man. Are you, are you, uh, I mean, your enemies. I now I have a good, I, I have a lot of enemies friends, man. So mm -hmm. I have a kind of good understanding of your, your, your background a little bit, man. But tell us like, um, you know, you know, uh, is your family, both your parents Vietnamese as well? They, they move, when do they move here? Mm. Yeah. So I am Vietnamese. Both parents are, um, I have a little bit Chinese in my background, which why my last name is my last name. But yeah, uh, my parents were born in Vietnam and they immigrated here during uh, Vietnam War. So uh, yeah, it's crazy because I'm first generation and same as my brother. And it's, it's a totally different perspective between my parents and the kids. Oh yeah, um, man. It, yeah, I, I don't know about, about you. Or... I'd like oh, to yeah. apologize, first of all, Inksa. <laughs> Some of those people that were over there, uh, bombing your fucking people mm. the people that my parents worked with at Eglin Air Force Base making all these horrible weapons and stuff like that sorry about that from my parents okay oh it's man I I made it out here so you know <laughs> no, no you know to be honest it's like really interesting man because it's, my parents are immigrants as well but we come from a totally totally different background man my parents mm. my parents came over here for education to go to graduate school you know what i mean and right. your parents were immigrants man okay so there's a i mean not Im, not immigrants refugees sorry not mm. you know, refugees basically thank you okay so it's um, you know what i mean there like, is a difference <laughs> yeah mm. and then so the big thing is it's like you're some Vietnamese people they were literally living in huts <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah, they totally. escaped to, uh, uh, you know, they escaped to uh, uh, California and then they had their children here. So their previous growing up was like living in the countryside uh, in, you know, in the wild wilderness of Vietnam, man. So, mm. I mean, you know, my parents, at least they were from Taipei, the city, you know, and then like they, right. they kind of had like a understanding of city life already. So tell us a little bit about like your, your fam, your parents' background. What man. was it? What was it like for, for your parents? Um, that you remember when you were growing up? Uh, man, um, well, one, they, uh, they didn't like me being an artist. That's the first thing. Oh, yeah, but, that's for fun, right? That's yeah. for fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. James yeah. told me about that. How, the, you know, this is a good some, hobby, right? This is a good right. hobby. But the point is, what are you going to do with numbers to earn money? <laughs> anyway, right. I was telling them, like, hey, I'm going to do on a radio show tonight. They're like, oh, cool. Um, what is it about? I'm like, oh, it's street art. They're like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's okay, guys. It, it's at this point, I've gotten, uh, I've, I have thick skin now. So it's like, you know what, I'm man? gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, you know what though? Let me tell you something, man. I like, mm. um, I 
force my parents to like, hey, you need to pay attention to this like right now. Because, you know, I used to feel that way. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, hmm. um, they just don't understand. And, you know, uh, I think part of them, at least for my parents, I, don't, I can't speak for everybody. It's just like they didn't have the capacity to really understand until they saw other people like complimenting me on what I was actually doing. They kept on right. saying, like, this is a nice little hobby. Sure. That you're well, that's doing. an understandable. That's understandable. You know what I mean? If your parents don't, aren't, don't really understand what you do, for them to be able to see other people go, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. definitely going to, you know, make a lot more sense. But um, <laughs> so uh, for you growing up, what, what did, um, when did you start doing art that you remember? Oh, uh, man, I, I, you know, I didn't do, I did, I was always creative when I was young, but I didn't really do a lot of art stuff when I was young. It wasn't until after high school I started mm. actually creating. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, like a lot of my what mediums, friends, like what mediums were you using? Oh, well, I mean, I was using um, Legos, Connects. Um, nice. Yeah, it wasn't. Then eventually when I got into high school, I was doing like graffiti with some of my friends. But I kind of always. Oh, well, wait a second. Hold on. I got about a couple hundred questions here. Okay. <laughs> so you went from doing Legos and stuff, basically using uh -huh. your toys and being creative with toys that you had to play with, mm. to you skipped to graffiti there. Now, hold on a second. Mm. um yeah, what, graffiti what? <laughs> has all different forms as we know uh it can be anything from a marker a sticker a paste right. up what was your first experience uh with actual graffiti like putting something up in the street that you remember mm. it was a uh, spray paint for sure and um, oh yeah oh. <laughs> oh okay well okay no no i'm you very know, quiet for some about reason, it. i'm thinking you're in vietnam you're in you're in cal you're in orange county right mm -hmm. and this mm -hmm. is where you're oh, okay so what now his like parents maybe down a spillway or something like that, or where were you? Uh, where were you spray painting? And what uh, were you spray painting? What were you writing, young man? Man, <laughs> let me give, <laughs> let me uh, let me give it Morse code right now because you know I can't incriminate myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I was writing uh, different names at the time. Like a few were like uh, Dom, like Dominate, and all these like weird different names and and um, symbols. But uh, I, I what made remember. You want, what made you want to do that to begin with? I mean, did you oh. have friends you're hanging out with? You're like, hey, man, let's go check this out or what? What happened? It was, it was friends. Yeah, like we would go to, do you know uh, Art Supply Warehouse in Orange County? Yes. yes. Okay. So we were like 16 and like me, I have a, you know, young looking face and my friends were, you know, they, they look <laughs> older than me, right? They like. You have a young so, looking face now, dude. I, mean, I do, but it's a probably blessing haven't now. Changed in the last 15, 20 years. Fuck you. <laughs> or even five or like four years since we i yes thank you and even the last time i saw you i'm sure i look pretty similar but regardless um <laughs> yeah we would yep. go to uh art supply warehouse and i remember all my friends would get in and then they'd look at me because you have to be 18 to get in there and they're like yo you can't get in here i'm like yeah but my friends oh. are 18 and they're like yeah you're not 18 bro wait you can't so, be in there oh. unless you're 18 to an art yeah. store i did not I didn't know, know that, that yeah i did I did right, not when you know walk in the front, you see right there, you have to be 18 or older or with an adult. And I was like, so I would always, I would always be the guy driving the car. But uh, <laughs> this, I just, I just try to show the audience. This is not any special warehouse. Man. I mean, our well, hey, it has spray paint. It has graffiti. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looks like, like that. So. I mean, I'm just saying like, but, but uh, you, you know, have told the guy at the counter, say, look, I I'm here with some adults. They're 18. Mm -hmm. They're my adults. 
<laughs> I've gotten better now. Confidence, just walk in, right? But anyways, yeah. okay, so, so, all right, you went to our supply warehouse, and these guys were into graph, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so were they, how, what got them into graph? Just looking at the stuff on, on the street, or was it music, or what was it? Oh, okay. So, uh, so we got into it because we, so uh, we were surfers, right? So mm. I grew up surfing and like, nice. I think a little mix of like surfing, like, you know, skate and like skate culture and graffiti always go together. So same oh, as yes. like surf, right. Surf and graffiti kind of went together and just like, you know, messing around at the beach and being out. So we were always just, um, yeah, we were always surfing and just like tagging rocks or just whatever. And then, Any cops ever roll up on you? I, you know, actually, not really. But during have, that time, during that time, not that, no. But later, I have, uh, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, get, yeah. We'll, we'll get when you're putting up very much cooler things that have great ideas and wonderful messages to them, that's, that's right. what you got in trouble for, right? That's right. <laughs> Not the not the vandalism and all the horrible things that you sprayed or whatever, right? Never got caught yeah, cause, for that. Because now I can actually like talk my way out of it. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing something uh, uh, with the meaning behind it. Whereas then it was just like we're just a bunch of kids and just. Do you remember what you're tagging though on the rocks? I, I'm always just curious. Like, were you drawing penises? Were you? You know, what I mean, I'm definitely always... not penises. Well, <laughs> maybe. Maybe other. He always goes to penis first. What the? <laughs> I just see a lot of penises drawn on like random shit. And I, I'm just saying, I'm always curious. It's like, it is one yeah. of the more popular things, you know, mustache penises. It's, I was a mustache guy. You know, I, I drew mustaches on all of my Chinese school books, man. Like, right. you know, what I mean? like, but anyways, except right. did you ever maybe my weird mustaches? Uh, no, maybe I drew waves and uh, maybe I had a weird friend that drew a weird penis, but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Not really our friend that draws the fucking penis. That's right. <laughs> and then some guy in class is like, you know what, man? I'm going to pull my own pubes out and glue this on your penis, on that <laughs> penis drawing. You know that happened to you. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's bring it way off track here. So I like this. Well, let's pull it back to your, you've been doing graffiti for a while, okay? Mm. What made you decide to go from what you're doing to um, what you're doing now, which is so cool? Okay, so I, I will um, give a... Well, there's a there's a few steps in between, but I oh, so please. I guess break it down. Please. I have your feed pulled up too, so uh, if you know if we you have people that, that like to understand, you know, sometimes what artists go through to develop into what they are. So hmm. please elaborate. Okay. Um. Well, after after high school, I started going to community college, and uh, I went to Fullerton College. Nice. And hmm. I was doing a lot of art, but at the time I was like, of course. Uh, a lot of my friends and family were like, hey, art doesn't really work out. Why don't you do graphic design? So I went, sorry? That's true, <laughs> but yes. Okay. Why don't you get to work? Yeah, that's what I'll say, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Once you get, yeah. And then, I mean, it's good at computer skills, but anyways, yeah. So I started doing that. And, um, and I think part of doing the graphic design stuff, they were telling you like, hey, you got to take figurative drawing class. You got to take painting class and like all these different actual drawing uh, and painting works. And then it was from that, I realized like, hey, like I'm, I was more um, connected to my hands than my, uh, my fingertips. Oh. So, um, so then from there, I started doing 
was, when I was living in Fullerton, I was also doing live art, right? So I, was, I would go to like the downtown centers of like downtown Fullerton, downtown Santa Ana, and uh, even all the way out to Pomona. And I was like doing live art with a group of friends. So like we'll go out and like I'll paint, um, I don't know, I'll like paint people or um, I'll like make a concept of some sort and I'll start painting it. And then that, that so then that portion led me to like, all right, well, I, I kind of like being outdoors and like being in front of people. And at the time I was like trying to figure out how am I gonna get to LA? Um, so I had to, uh, should I see, should I keep going or is this? Yeah, you know, no, 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 okay, yeah, 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 totally, this. man, totally. Cool, cool, cool. Wait, 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 when you say, yeah, when you say go to LA, you meant like how to get to LA basically, right? Yeah. Orange County. From Orange right, County. from Orange okay. County to LA. Cause I was like, yeah. I don't know. Kind of like, far if you don't have a car. <laughs> it takes a or, long time. Or if you don't know anyone there, right? Yeah. Cause it's like, you're, I'm from little Orange County or big Orange County, however you see it. And like LA is another beast. <laughs> Right, like yes. Orange County has nice streets. People are, uh, people are different, but suburban, suburban, hundred percent. And um, LA is like this whole this this beast, and I didn't understand that traffic is crazy, streets are smaller, people dress kind of cool. <laughs> it's like I didn't understand that, and um, yeah, I, I was so then I met this, uh, I met a friend who uh, came over to my apartment to do some uh, various activities. And he was a bi bicycle rider. And at the time I was also a bicycle rider as well. And he's like, yo, dude, you should come up, ride bicycles with me in LA, whatever, whatever. So then- What kind of bikes are we talking about? Are we talking about like, kind of like, um, just like regular bikes or like for fun or is Mountain it- bikes, Mountain bikes. Mountain uh, bikes or- 20, 20 speed uh, bikes. Uh, I, I have some friends that go long distance. I'm, I'm just curious, like, you know, what are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah, definitely in between long distance and short distance. So okay. <laughs> like like fixed gear to be exact. Okay. Some really good fucking exercise, that's for sure. Fixie bikes. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so then, okay, so that's like, that was like 20. So I went to school between like 2012 and like 2014, 2015. So around 2015 was the LA uh, art show, right? At the big convention center. Right. So... I go out there and I go with a friend and I meet a bunch of like, you know, at the time I saw like all these galleries, like, you know, think space, um, all these galleries and all these different places that I didn't understand. And then I eventually met a friend named uh, Roland Berry and. Oh yeah. I know Roland Berry. Yeah. And Does a lot I of screen printing. Law screen printing, which, which part is part of my background. Um, I mean, I also did t-shirts before, but anyways, I met him there and then whatever. I didn't really, I just met him. I didn't really think much of our meeting. And then a few weeks later, while I was working at my job, I was working mortgage at the time. Cause that's like my family background, right? My parents do mortgage and my uncles and so on and so forth. So then one day I tell my employer, I'm like, yo man, I'm fucking quitting. I thought about this, right? I was like, I want to be an artist and it's, do I go to school, work and try to make art on the side or do I take one away and uh, incorporate like trying to be an artist? So then I told myself, all right, well, I got to stop working. I got to actually work as an artist. So I quit my job on this Wednesday and then I went, 
I call my friend who's a bicycle guy and I'm like, yo, I just quit my job today. Let's go fucking ride and whatever. So I go out to LA and we ride this, um, I think it's like 60 miles, like in K-Town, you meet up at the Denny's, right? And you ride like, dude, these guys are fucking crazy. How like, many they, miles? 60 miles or at fuck least that. minimum. Holy minimum. fucking shit, dude, your prostate's <laughs> going to be completely fucked. Yeah, that's why I wrote 30 because oh, I want to save it. right there, right? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah but 60 fucking miles dude. dude okay teacher these guys they ride they start at like 10 10 p.m and they go all the way to like four in the morning is this um dylan is dylan one of these guys because i know my friend dylan brutal dylan he's a, a filmer editor and everything and he goes uh on his uh i don't know if it's 10 speed 12 mm -hmm. 20 speed or whatever um riding at night and I'm sure they cover probably, you know, distances like that. But oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, they cover the whole town. And it's, it's crazy. Is this um, called the Candler Bike Path or something like that? No, dude. It's called, um, fuck, what's it called? Um, Cushtown. It's called Cushtown. Okay. So obviously just from the name, you could tell what's going on already. But <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, those guys are nuts, man. They're fucking nuts. No, I get it though, man. Like, you know, smoking while you're working out, man. Like, it, like I don't know. I do it sometimes, man. Shoot. Oh, I have a hard time. I, I definitely have a hard time doing that. <laughs> Anyways, all uh, right. So you went, you went bike riding. Yeah, I went bike riding. And then we, end, we cut it short because I wasn't physically fit to ride 60 miles. So then my buddy is like, hey. Uh, let's go get some breakfast. So we go to Farmer Boys off Alameda in uh, in downtown, and then in the corner I see Roland uh, again, like two weeks after I met him, and I could tell because he, he has blue hair at the time. He had blue oh hair. yeah yeah I remember for a while he was you couldn't miss him. Oh he, you couldn't miss him yeah and he was there with a friend, and then I remember I was like, I told my friend I'm like hey I met this dude a few weeks ago, and it was just weird because of that same night. I quit my job and I went to LA and I met this, uh, right, right. That's Mr. Roland. So I, I met, I met him and then I was, I introduced myself I'm like, Hey, I, I saw you like two weeks ago. Uh, dude, I just quit my job today. Um, if you need any help with like graph design stuff, I gave him my business card and whatever, whatever. And then a few weeks later, we, we connect over email and then I start with him as a graph designer. Uh, he had, he does clothing. So I was, uh, I was an intern doing clothing for him and, uh, we're doing like this cool project. But what happened was, I guess the people who were involved in the project, they didn't really, it didn't work out. So then at the end of like those few weeks I worked with him, he was like, yo man, you can go and go back to school or whatever the fuck that you're doing before, or you can hang out with me and learn about art. So I was like, all right, well, let me just learn about art because I was still in college and I still had a lot of freedom at the time. And I didn't want to play. I don't want to go university, dude. I don't want to pay 40,000 for good. For, good. For dude, as an artist, I, I tell people yeah. I went to art school. I got a bachelor's degree of fine arts from Ringling School of Art and Design mm -hmm. and doesn't do me a shit bit of good if I'm doing commission work. You know, you can have a bachelor's degree yep. all fucking day, but if they don't like what you've done, you're not getting paid. Right, right. Unless you're going to like a really nice, like an NYU or like a, a super cool art school. But even then, RISD I, I, or Cooper I, Union I, or some shit like that. Right, right. I, I don't know any of those. <laughs> so well, there, there you go. That, 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 that's exactly what, you know, I mean, even these ones that are super prestigious, I never heard of them. And I can uh -huh. give a fuck where, the, you know, you know, if their art sucks, I mean, like as a consumer, 
I'm just like, I don't know. Well, okay, you went to that school? Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, but anyways, go on. Go so I, I totally agree with you in terms of like, n- you know, not needing to go to school, especially for as an artist, man. But the best thing you can do is hang out with other artists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, especially street artists. I mean, there's a lot of street artists that, that I know, and I'm, I know you guys know that have a similar, I think we all have a similar story. Like, whether we went to, to school for a little bit, or we went to school completely, I think a lot of street artists find that, well, we don't need to go to school. I mean, especially, I mean, when the street is your school. Yep. Back Very on. much so. So, what was I saying? So, yeah. Um, so, then... I started working with yeah, right, right. So I started working with him, and this was like big 2015, and yeah, I mean that's that's when I started working with him, and he was like telling me about street art and you know mixing a lot of what I've done before, and this was like this is before Inksap, right? Like mm. I I'll, I'll bring up how I got the name Inksap, but um, actually I'll bring it up right now. So yeah, well, after yeah, very curious, yeah. So after I met him. I was still living in... Any idea what he's up to these days, just by the way? Yeah, he's... uh, I was actually talking to him earlier. He's working on a few commission pieces and... Is he still around LA or is... He's still around LA, yeah. My studio is in downtown, so I'm like not too far from him. Um, Do you know if he's still getting up in the streets at all or is he sticking to the clothing and... and... He, you know, we've gone out a few times, but but usually he's... He's he's doing his own thing, and we'll kind of meet up and just talk about art. I don't have too many art friends, just uh, just because I'm like a I'm always in my little hole because you're working art, dude. Uh, man cave or or, or or art studio or whatever you want to call this place. I'm um, I'm part hermit myself, bro. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's an art thing. You know, when COVID hit, I was just like, okay, bring it on. This is all good. <laughs> you're one of the few, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, my space is away from my house, but um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, the name Inksap. Uh, when I met, so after I started working with uh, RB for a little bit, I was still living in Fullerton, and right above Fullerton, there's an area called Brea, yeah. and that's where I live. you know, that's right? Where, <laughs> that's, that's where I live. <laughs> Dude lives. Yeah, that's where you live. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not me. Maybe I'll, right, right, right. Hey, man. Yeah, come hang out, man. Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know how nice it, it's very, um, there's a lot of vegetation. And, uh, yes. dude, I would, right. I would go out and I would do a lot of plein air painting. So, I'd go out with my, my watercolor Ooh, kit. Nice. And I would paint a lot of the Did trees. Did you say watercolors? Watercolor. Yeah. I was doing a lot oh, of watercolor. Oh, man. At the time. Fuck. Woo. Like to challenge yourself, huh? Uh, I thought it was easier than the acrylics. Oh, I dude. Was... Okay, just to—I mean, people have heard me say this a ton of times, but those of you who hadn't, okay, if you're starting in art, don't start with watercolors. Don't it start. It is right. the most difficult medium to master, other than spray paint in gusty wind. Okay, oh, outdoors in yeah. gusty wind, spray painting. Can I? Yeah, exactly. But you know, and before that, okay, watercolor is. The most difficult medium to master. There's so many different variants and, and whatever. So you were doing uh, plain air with watercolor. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I was uh, plain air painting in Brea and painting a lot of trees. And I would find a lot of tree sap 
So I would use the tree sap in my paintings. Ooh. And through that, I, I was showing my friends like, oh, like, look at this tree sap. It's like oil painting. Cause like at the time, like I thought oil painting was untouchable. It was just so, I thought it was more difficult than watercolor, but they're in there. No, it's easier. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, watercolor, like this is the way it's done. It was like, there's a lot of cool watercolor paintings I've seen. And anyways. Yeah, um, done by fucking masters. Don't, yeah, they, they should. These guys yeah. have like 700 steps that they're going to go through. And they've got mm -hmm. them all pre-planned before they even wet the, the paper or the brush or anything. Right. Sick motherfuckers. Sick, sick <laughs> motherfuckers. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I wasn't one of those sick motherfuckers. I was trying to. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, so I would take the ink and I put all my paintings and I would call that like my friends and I would call it like the ink sap painting method and from that that's how i start and then i remember that name was so unique i was like dude does anyone use that name ink sap and no i didn't i didn't really see it online at the time or people using it and that's when i started uh my street art because when i was painting i was painting for a lot of like i had a lot of environmental initiatives that i was um i know man to. that's one of the things that i loved about your work man and yeah uh, for a while you had like these little um things that we, you would set out they had like these um these pinchers or whatever you, that people could use to actually grab the trash and put them in the pieces that's right um just awesome stuff man that's right tell me Thank more you. about those for just for a second that how you came up with that and everything oh that yeah that was a trash tack and um there yeah you i yeah. i was just i when i was making my art i wanted to make i had my message right i wanted to um focus on environmental initiatives and goals and I was like well art's one thing but I wanted to do more than just make art right because I see people who make art for the whales or for the monkeys or for uh whatever it is but they don't have something to like really um like give substance to the art and I know that's I know art's enough substance but I somehow came along the idea of the trash tack and it's like this little paper origami thing that uh that I made to put with my installations, but it takes so much time to make, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a whole row right behind uh, the, uh, right, right up here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I tried yeah, to uh, so, find it, man, but I, I, I can't really, do you have it on your, your page, man? The, it's way uh, back there, man. It's, it's yeah, quite it, a while back. It's somewhere. It's some, I don't do it as much anymore. Cause I, um, I was really, yeah, let me see. I don't think I have it up there. Okay, I don't think I okay, have it up yeah, because I didn't see, I, I didn't necessarily see it. But no, I think that's really cool, man. That uh, you know, for me, like one of the things like about street art that I first fell in love with, man, was always just like, dude, these artists were different from the graph writers that were just mm -hmm. on the street, man. Like you know, I mean, they had some sort of like message or thing that they wanted you to to com to communicate with you. Well, they're trying to sell you something, basically. <laughs> and and. You know, sometimes it was they're trying to sell you them and their work and to right. try to buy them and support them and everything. Whereas others would be like, you know, dude, right check here. out this crazy political shit, you know, like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, you know, um, there's guys that are, that are putting stuff out there that have other, you know, um, say uh, more current event type stuff, maybe not as mm. political, which is what uh, Ink Sap was doing. And one of the reasons why I just love seeing his work is that it's, it's not political, you know, 
he's just trying to uh, better the environment. And um, that's one of the things I always, uh, you know, appreciated about him is that he was basically one of the only ones going at it the way that he was going at it. Thank you. Thank go. you. Yes. There it is. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm sure there's a lot of street people that just go up and just wreck these, uh, these things, right? They, either that or, I mean, some people have taken it home and, like, put on their walls, but. I know um, I would. <laughs> yeah, so you, fucking cool, well, man. You know what, man? It's so cool. That's like a relic right there, like a fucking museum piece, man. I mean, to have a, a street artist to, to put something like that out on the street, if I ever found one of those motherfuckers, man, I definitely would have taken it home. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took so long to make, because like, I would put one up, and then someone would take it down, and then it's just like well, I, now I got to go. And that's the thing about Streeter. It's like, if once your piece goes down, you got to go back out and get it. And those pieces were awesome, but they, they fit only such a certain size, right? They fit, I don't know, if they're like uh, six by six, right? Then it's like, I can only take up that much space. And that's why I started to not do that as much and started focusing on the, uh, the pieces that I uh, have done in the past. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, I, 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 teacher, you said something about um, environmental pieces. And it's funny because, like, recently I've been changing a lot of what I've been working on. Like, before I was doing a lot of environmental and, and mixing it with, like, my uh, Vietnamese heritage. Yeah. But I, but I kind of changed it more towards, like, painting now, like, what's right behind me. Um, I nice. mean, so has, I like that. Thank oh. you. Tell us a Wait, for about a while you had a, a lady you were hanging out with. You were actually doing drawings of her, right? That's right. That's right. We, uh, yeah, her name is Linda Lack, and she is far out, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we did. Uh, we met because she actually I, went out and helped you put the pieces up as well, right? Yeah, well, because I okay, so I put up a street art poster on her building, and the story was at the time her I love okay, so it. She, her building is on she, La Cienega. Well, you're going to say something? No, oh, I was just going to say right quick, you know, she, you know, met you from being a vandal. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was funny because like she at took first, the vandal in instead of calling the cops on him. She took the vandal in and made friends with him. Yeah. And I was like, so I was so negative about it. I was just like, yo, like, no, nah, I can't meet you because she her and her community, they kept emailing me and like hitting me up on social media. And I was just saying, no, I, I just didn't reply to any of it she took the piece that was on her building and she, she, she gave, she sent me a check for it. And I was like, okay, she's, she's real. Like she, <laughs> this is worth my Love time. Love that now. lady, man. Yeah. And then we, uh, we met from that. Cause basically her building got, is on the La Cienega and it got, they got wrecked by a, a drunk driver and she was about to close the building and everything. But then I put a poster up and she was like, she was just telling me like, yo, that poster really, spoke to me and it really wow, made the me... timing man right what was on the right? poster it was uh the picture of the woman kids and trees so that's the image with the uh woman yes yes thank you i have a sticker right here by the way it's <laughs> pretty fast at bringing up the images man gotta love I, it. I like it i like best. it i have it right in front of me and i'm just like wait which one is it um, <laughs> James is already showing people. I like it. I like it. So yeah, man. That's so go ahead. Cool, I'm that's sorry. A cool story, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
so then so that's the piece you put up, put up on her building that kind of made her think you know what maybe i'll uh maybe i'll keep this building yeah it, it totally was and um so then we met and then we we started working on pieces with we start we had a, a separate collaboration from my own works and it was interesting because it just it was interesting because it took me to different places i never thought i would go so i mean we well, had, she was a dancer right like uh ballet or something like that and and you did drawings of her correct awesome so cool yeah man it was uh it was it was really um it was really something i mean we're still good friends now. Um, you know, we, I, I see her. She lives like down the street from where my house is, so I see her like quite often. That's awesome. Though. But, nice. but yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, uh, what else? Uh, well, okay. So, so let's let's kind of take a step back and tell us a little bit about this this because uh, you're just talking about water-based things for a second, right? And then we got a little distracted. Now, this this was this the first thing that you put on the street? Yeah, it, well, this is like the first thing that I stuck with on the streets. Okay. The first thing that I did was this tree. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was you, like this hand-painted tree. and. Yeah, okay. I, well, tell, us, yeah. tell the audience a little bit about this piece uh, that we're looking at right now. Yeah, totally. So this piece, which um, if they can't see, uh, is, a picture, is a picture of a girl with a mask and a tree backpack. And um, the titles this is pre-covid <laughs> Pre oh yeah i mean i i yeah i'll tell you about who is ahead after. of his time just fucking genius yeah, but no, what, you know what, what's cool man is that you know it's a backpack with like a tree inside and yeah. it's like the the tube is coming out to the the face and then it's like they're breathing in fresh air from this tree right except that's right yeah that's man right. it's just super cool because like i said it was a it was this is pre-covid and then like uh you know you've already been talking about this is like almost like a uh, a little prophecy of what's to come <laughs> in 2020, right? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, and and more, but yeah. um, but yeah, no, that piece was called uh, is titled Sungha, which is the name of my two sisters. Um, that's their names in Vietnamese. But I had like different names, like I had like Clarice from um, uh, Ray Bradbury's book uh, Fahrenheit for something something and then you're gonna I had... say silence of the lambs carries <laughs> oh see i need you to come and uh, say the name for me because i'm i'm terrible with accents the only accent comes out is, is asian but anyways um and i have like other names like margaret it was from uh it was ray bradbury there's another book that i took it from but anyways i named that piece in the end after my sisters because it that piece almost symbolizes them right they're they're that they're that age they're that age group and um yeah that piece was just something that uh i don't want to say that spoke to me but it was almost just came out of me and i really never i i didn't do it with the intention of hey i'm gonna make a girl with the gas mask and like put a tree in the backpack i just it just came out of me and um you're free salad and, and then you just kind of float little nostradamus thing with uh with the imagery, right? You're just a little bit early, that's all. Right, well, <laughs> I don't want to give myself any credit. I mean, you know, uh, there's people who's been- It's okay, me. I will. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, man, so, I mean, the next thing that, we, we just basically had a prolific uh, 
um, priority mail sticker artist on Jason and Dead. Shout out to him, man. And I saw that basically the next thing, the next step that you did was you started drawing on some mail stickers, right? So uh, printing. Printing. Mm. Oh, okay. Print. These are prints. Interesting. Yeah, those are all silk screens. So uh, with my background with t-shirt printing and Romeberry printing, I was able to nice. figure out how to make these screen prints. And um, nice. It's it's funny because like I look at this, I look at a lot of the silk screening stuff, and to me it it's it's so it's so different now because like, I don't look at it and I'm not as um, what's the word. I don't feel as connected to it because like a lot of screen printing is like the same repetitive motion. Mm. Like I had to love those images to put it out on the streets because once I put it out, that's like the only screen I have. Like I didn't have access to Kinkos or printer. <laughs> like I was just, I, I couldn't afford it. So I had to make the silk screens and mm. that's why uh, those images I had to love. But now that I've kind of branched out towards painting yeah. and painting my own street pieces, it's like, I don't feel so constrained as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, that Ooh. one. Nice. So this is very similar to the one I was just talking about. I saw in Santee Alley, man. Um, oh, yes. I was there for a music video shoot. And, um, you know, I saw one of your pieces, man. I just wanted, I was like, dude, man. And I was like, shit, man, this brother's Asian. I'm going to have him on for sure. <laughs> so, you know, you know, it's Asian Heritage Month, man. We got to at least do our yeah. part. You know what I mean? So did you see the little... piece I did for, uh, for Asians, um, Inksep? Ooh, I gotta show. Up. Uh, I I did not know. Yeah, big sumo up. wrestler guy. <clears throat> no, I saw. Can you bring it up, James? Yeah, no, I'm gonna bring it up. Please, please. I, I just, you know what? Everybody's talking you that about. I, you know, I've got respect and everything. Asian I'm hate. sick and tired oh, of all man. this fucking Asian hate and everything, man. So I did this piece. You know, I it, for me, I just can't say something like you know, stop hating Asians. You know what I mean? So I figured, what what would be a good mm. solution? You know what I mean? What I'm like trying to find solutions in my pieces, and so I figured, you know what? These mm. big sumo wrestlers, they have like six tournaments a year, right? In between those six tournaments of the year, why not do a little cross training, send them over, and have them be the hate patrol? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's cool. You have some big motherfucking sumo wrestlers hanging out. Yeah, let's see you smack one of their buddies. You see how long that lasts. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying we're going to bring uh, violence to, uh, right. you know, uh, to take care of, of violence. I'm just saying that. If you got this big guy standing around, you're less likely to do something stupid like that. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't mess this with is that how, guy. That's the guys that pulled up on the, the bikes. That's the guy I was telling you about, Brutal Dylan. He was one of those guys, and, and his friends were out I riding. I just, he just happened to be riding by, and he was like, Dage. I'm like, nice. Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> that's like universe right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, man, exactly. You know, you know what, man? It's just like I really appreciated Teach because I was like, dude, it's always cool to see somebody that's not Asian participate mm -hmm. in at least like understanding like where we're coming from. You know what I mean? And it, like, dude, uh, all I gotta do is see like one of these fucking videos of of them getting clobbered by some asshole, and it just irks me to no fucking end. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Except, have you been um, receiving any Asian hate recently, man? I always just gotta ask. Uh, I have not, but if Good. I do, I fight back. That's Good, awesome, man. man. You know, and, I would. Wait, wait, wait. When you were growing up, did mm -hmm. you ever deal with anything like that? You know, uh, I did, but I, for some reason, I was very. Um, I think I was like very. I knew who I was, so it never really affected me. 
I mean, dude, growing up in OC, I mean, just those two words right there, you, you already get an idea of what's going on. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I, I always knew who I was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I was not the biggest kid, not the smallest kid or whatever, but that I don't helped I, some. Yeah. I mean, if you have a big kid mind in you and you're a small kid, I think that's, I think that's what you really need. Yeah, so. absolutely, man. The, the biggest bully, you walk up to him, get him in their face. And then all it takes is just getting in their face close enough and showing them that you don't give a fuck and you're crazy. They were like, this one's not worth it. This is not impressive. Hitting this little bitty guy like That's right. this. Teach, you, you know? bullied at all? When you, uh, actually, I was, I was always, I was going to ask you, I was thinking, you're always a big guy. So I'm just saying, I'm just wondering, like, did you get bullied at all? When I was all? younger, dude, when I was in junior high, um, I was a skinny, skinny little asshole. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, I was this kid that, that, uh, you know, I, I didn't really wasn't good at controlling my uh, my emotions and stuff. And um, I had a couple of guys in the school that were threatening to beat me up. Um, and uh, luckily, there was never any huge ass beating that went down or anything like that. Mm. But I remember being in fear for getting beat up um, oh, man, pretty much uh, yeah. most of my junior high. And um, by the time I got to high school, I was I was a little bit bigger and, and had gotten better at dealing with the struggles because, um, mm. you know, I had basically had uh, sensory processing disorder and didn't really know it, you know, a small mm. degree of it from what I've learned of other people and everything. But we didn't have these terms back then. You know, you're just yeah. an asshole and or you're a brat or whatever. And then, um, yeah, I just remember being in fear of getting my ass beat in junior high that's oh, basically that's... seventh eighth and ninth grade and then once i got in 10th grade and up from there there's only a couple of times where you know but uh oh, that's yeah. interesting man ink sap you were way stronger than uh me when i was in uh when i was a kid man i would always get i, I was always a smaller dude to, at, at, at the time and i went through puberty pretty late and i was like young in my class but luckily hey, me too <laughs> But luckily, I always knew some homies. That's the thing. Right, I right, share, right. I can share without my homeboys, dude. You know, you know what I mean? Mm. That's for sure. So it's just like, like I said, I, I remember when I was in like seventh grade, I had like, you know, first day of P, I'm just, all right, I got to get these shorts on and, uh, you know, change into this B outfit. And then, you know, some guy just like shoves me into the fucking locker, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like just typical classic shit. And I would remember that feeling of being like so afraid every single day going to class, man. And then one day I was like, you know what? I got to tell my homies, man. And so I just told my homies that were some Mexican dude. And they just went, oh, this guy's picking on you. And they just whooped their ass after, after class. And right. You know what? I nice. never got bothered ever again, man. <laughs> you know, so, so it's just funny. Like, um, like I said, how we all have to kind of go through these. And people have different mentalities of like how they deal with the bullying and stuff like that. But trust me now, man. I don't let anybody fuck with me, like, at all. You know, you know what I mean? So it's That's just right. like. It's like he doesn't even let anyone fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. That's, that's I, one, of the good, one of the reasons why we get along is because he's, he's got the corporate mind. And, you know, anytime he sees someone trying to take advantage of, of my, you know, artistic, you know, abilities, he's like, yes, dude, hold dude. on a second. Look at it. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. Okay. Do it. And the next thing I'm going, oh, thank you. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I, I can't tell you how many artists get burnt and to see artists stand up from getting burnt is, is so inspiring. Yeah, you have oh, to. Man. You really have to. And it's not just for yourself. It's mm. for all artists. That's right. you know, you know, it's for the next artist. Basically, it's, it's 
for all artists as well, but it's for the next artist that the asshole that fucked you over is mm -hmm. going to deal with. That's who mm -hmm. it's for. Because if you fuck him back, he's not going to fuck another artist. He's going to be like, yeah, that didn't go well. And if he that ends up true. with another case in court against another artist, that judge is going to be like, dude, the fuck is your problem? Get out of my fucking courtroom and pay this right. motherfucker. Damn, court. I even talk about court, man. Shit, we're talking about hot biscuit in the fucking I've been mouth. to small claims court. I went to small claims court oh, because really? the dude did not pay me, and I got my payment. Nice. Oh, yeah. I felt I nice. like shit about art. I didn't do art for about six months after that. It turned art into the most mm. petty fucking thing in the world. But I went in there. I argued my case. I had all I all I brought with me was one piece of evidence, and it was my credit card, um, uh, whatever uh, notice, basically mm. showing what my credit, how much I owed on my credit card. That's all I brought with me. This dude, he brought a stack of I don't know what kind of papers, or whatever. And he brought this lady witness with him. He was telling the judge, well, you know, he was trying to figure something out, and then this guy was flinging tables around and everything and everybody. I'm like, that's a lie. <clears throat> I did throw a couple of tables, but the room was empty and there was no one in there. I was very upset. I just gotten screwed over and everything. And um, nice. I don't even know about this story. Good shit, Teach. <laughs> yeah, and that judge looked at the you know at, at, you know the asshole that I was there with and and you know again fighting against whatever. And he's like, um, yeah, you need to you need to get this guy paid uh, judgment for the uh, for the plaintiff. And he's That's like, right. well, is it okay if I make a couple of payments? And the judge goes. You're just telling me that you're dealing with all these celebrities and everything, doing these big events and everything. No, you're going to pay him one payment as, as soon as you possibly can. <laughs> Boom. I like that, man. I walked out of there and I was like, I still want to beat this motherfucker's ass. You know what I mean? I know, because you got to go through all this just to get what you deserve, right? You, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. that's like the worst, man. It's like, yeah, damn, I got to go through all this to... And like I said, I didn't do anything for six months after that. You know I what the next thing I did that, was? Man. The next mm. thing I did was the, the um, series of paintings and, and started going off and going and trying to be in the Pentagon and everything. Mm. Oh, so, okay. okay. This is man, let's go beat him up right now. I think we all, all <laughs> three of us right here. No, man, you can't, you can't bring, you know, love with hate. This is before, you know this I mean? before, uh, t before Keith became teacher. This is before I became yeah. a vandal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, I'm exactly. the first artist ever allowed in the Pentagon to do it. And you know what? One of the things that you and I have in common, I mm. used to do live art myself. Oh, did you? The first time I did it, though, was in the Pentagon between Fuck corridors off. one and two on the second floor, right next to the A ring, right outside the building manager's office. Well, we got to get, we got to get, That's next. yeah, we got to get Inksab to come out and do some of his live art, too, sometime at one of our events, man, because, you know, I saw, yes. I saw, I, to be honest, I saw this video of you painting, man, and you just looked really peaceful, and it was super cool, man, and I was, you like, know, not all artists like having people around when they're doing their work, you know? So it's it's nice to. I'm, I'm you know. one of them, man. I mean, like if I if I'm making something and it's not, I haven't practiced a lot or mm. whatever. I don't like to. I mean, it's not. I, I it's it's just I know it's gonna suck. Well, it's different then, with music, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but mm. I mean, the thing is, like, some people really enjoy like just like that sh showing off or not just showing off, but showing the skills of like what you got at any point in time. You know, I mean, for me, it's like it I is showing to, off, but I that's need, okay. I need to prepare yeah. everything in a vacuum. <laughs> prepare. I practice and then I'm ready to perform, you know I mean? So doing this live art stuff, man, I always give big props to people because at the end of the day, it's like, it is a type of performance art, man. 
And uh, like you. I said, man, we'd love to like have you out at the event sometime. I know you mentioned. You know what? Hold on a second. Let me just mention this while I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, because you do enjoy, you know, doing something like that. Dude, that's, that's what kind of helped make the artist that I became. You mm. know what I mean? The, the fact that I was willing to go to these places, not, not in places where you're trying to sell something, not in, you know, market areas or whatever, which is a lot of times when people, you know, you should go is it over here. You can probably sell. I'm like, I'm not here to sell. I'm here so that people that work here can watch a painting from beginning to end. Okay. That's how you're going to build the art appreciation market when you can get them where they can see it developing. Okay. Now someone like right. you, you enjoy having people watch you see about getting set up in like, um, the federal building. Okay. Mm. The federal building on Wilshire, um, right near the 405 yes, big old tall yes. building. It's the West Coast uh, headquarters of the FBI, by the way. I've set up there about four or five times right outside the lobby. They let me put a, a, a easel up. You just go up to GSA. It's on seventh floor. Barbara Porter, she's probably not still there anymore, but seventh floor is GSA. You go mm. up there and you say, I'd like to get a permit to do a live art on right outside the lobby out front there. There used to be an mm. artist that came here and did it before, and they will set you up. That's and crazy. That, that is how I met a dude that hired me to do a painting of Stanley Dashu. Mm. Stanley Dashu sent me to Africa. Interesting. Africa <laughs> made a band out of me. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's crazy, man. It's, you know what I mean? So, so uh, talk about like you that doesn't mind having, you know, people around. That would be my advice to you is go mm. somewhere like that and do artwork. Got it. About yeah, I, should, I definitely network. shouldn't go outside and put up a piece on their building. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. You just okay. do it on an easel. You know what I mean? Just oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Hold on real quick. Before we, before we get away, man, and, you know, we've, it's been an hour, man. I kind of want you to go into a little bit of a detailed description about what we're looking at here because, you know, we pulled up the image of the lady with the, you know, holding the, uh, um, the stick with the two kids, and, man. Mm. And I kind of want to just know what the inspiration behind it. And you can see some other images here. Um, as well. Oh, I see what you did. You kind of blew up that image of the lady carrying the, the kids. That's right. And then you kind of went into that. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, this piece um, is two images. Um, one, which is the uh, woman, kids and tree. And then behind it in red is a piece of a, uh, of a man actually from Africa as well. And I was kind of going, I was working on this new series called Nomads. So I was drawing these nomadic tribes of the world. And uh, just because it kind of like aligned with my, uh, my family's story of like refugees. So I wanted to do something along the lines of nomads. So uh, this, that piece is uh, a mix of those two. And I kind of blew it up because I started to feel like the pieces I did on paper, the whatever size I did that, like, you know, three by four, I felt they were just, I kind of wanted to push myself. And after doing that mural that James had mentioned in uh, Santee Alley, after mm -hmm. I did that mural, I realized, man, if I could do something that big, then bigger is I could better. definitely do something smaller. Yeah, right, right. Bigger is better. But then it's like, bigger also requires more works. And so, yeah, I, I, I realized I could do that um, piece. So it's, um, 
so that was the inspiration behind it. I just wanted to. Super cool, um, man. It's, it's yeah. cool that you, you know, you just, like you said, you said the description about the nomadic Africa. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Sidebar right quick. Just so our listeners have an idea. We've been talking about how young you look and everything. Approximately how old are you? Or exactly how old are you? Because fuck you, you look young. Okay. So some days I'm my late 20s. Other days I am my late teens. <laughs> Depending on the lighting, depending on who I'm with, it's like, am I, am I trying to please you or am I just trying to get away from you? So. Hey, man, like I always say on the show, Asian don't raisin. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, but here, man. I'm going to, you know, at the end right here, I'm going to just bring up this, uh, you know, this, this nice little video um, of. Uh, Process getting put yes. up man it was very big man you, you know damn and I was that is big that whole day we got there at like i think we got there like nine in the morning and i didn't leave till like maybe like five i didn't eat at all that day oh My, man that's not good no it's but i was adrenaline. just like pure i was just in the right? zone i feel like if you don't eat and like there's this uh well, there's enough this, food in you there's enough food in me, yeah, but then like this thing in your brain starts hitting, and it's like this survival oh. instinct starts hitting, yeah. and then you just go even crazier. But oh, you yeah. gotta pass like this certain threshold. I, I don't know. Yes, no, you're right. No, you're there's, absolutely there's, right. There's a, there's a you creativity. Start getting into what's called adrenaline. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. How and tall? It, how how high was that from bottom to to top? That was, uh, we measured it 24 feet high and an 18 wide. So it was literally like an 18 by 24. Just, just, yeah, it was, uh, super cool. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of work. I mean, like I said, how many gallons of paste? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, five, at least five gallons. It was, it was a lot. I, I I don't remember the, um, the amount but yeah it was it was something man it's crazy because oh, like awesome it's, uh, time lapse mm-hmm. yeah and before that wall was all fucked up like there was a fire there oh like, my god right now, the man. texture I textured actually, wall it was it was yeah. my first time going down oh. to santiali um uh, I would not recommend going there during the nighttime. <laughs> no, don't go down there. And if, yeah, you do changes, bring, you know? if you do bring a 12 pack of beer, so then you could just give it to the people and just say, Hey, it's cool. I'm just an artist. Here's some beer. Or if you want to give them some food that works too. That's why I did to, to that's smart. Or just go yeah. in the morning. Gotta man. be careful that's, though, that's, man. That's, you get too many of them around. Then that's you what don't I have suggest. any more food. Then it gets sketchy. <laughs> I would suggest right, right. going. I would suggest going in the morning. This is Santi Alley is uh like I said, be smart about it if you guys are going to go. We've had Sykes one on, who's when you when you adhere to that old uh you know no good deed goes unpunished. You don't want it to be in that area. That's right. <laughs> because the punishment in that area can be scary. It's dude. It's yeah. It, I mean, I don't have yeah. to tell you. You know, you guys know too. I mean, shit. I know. But you know I've what, been man? Out there hey. Very late. Oh yeah, man! It, it's it's James serious. James hasn't. He I don't, hasn't. I'm not a vandal like you guys, man. Guy? I'm a DJ. Oh, man. oh! All of a sudden, we're vandals, <laughs> Mr. Man. Like I said, I'll just go. Dude, appreciate this is too much fun. The, we gotta uh, have Inksap on again soon, man. Yeah, man. And you know what? Like I said, you said you don't have a lot of as that many artist friends, man. We'd love for you to come out to our events and just get to know everybody, man. Especially after everybody listens to this episode, man. And, uh, you know, Thank just come you. out and join the community, man. We need more Asian people, man. So I'm not the only Asian person there always, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Asian, <laughs> citizen of the world, 
uh free fighter yeah i'm all about it oh yeah man well shit man it's been awesome hanging out with the hey if people want to get in touch with you uh commission something help out or do whatever what is the best way to reach you uh thank you uh you anyone out there can find me on uh my website iloveinksap.com or just social media uh i actually wanted to present anyone who's listening to this right now um anyone who follows paint the town podcast and me and dms me that they do i was gonna for 12 12 people i was gonna give them this little print right here and oh, dude, uh, nice, dude. I was, obviously james and dude, i'll Keisha, take one. you guys are gonna get up i'll i'll send it we'll, we'll connect right after you know, this yeah, like you said, like, you're, you're in orange county man just come over my pad and then we'll hang out. I don't know if you smoke weed, man, but shit, dude. Like a little bit. I'm not, no, I'm in downtown right now, but <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, holler at I'm, me, man. I'm in downtown too, man. I will definitely link up, man. All right. Okay, for sure, Jim for sure. Goes all over the place, so yeah, man. And uh, you know what? We got our new spray paint. Go spray paint, man. That I got to give you a can too, man. Yeah, so, uh, definitely have okay. to get the kids up. Definitely uh, uh, catch kid. up with you. The young first. man. What the fuck am I saying here? <laughs> Horrible. Well, maybe when I get the spray can, I'll feel like a kid again, and I'll go back out with my friends and try to get into art supply warehouse. And who knows? Maybe this time I'll say like, "Hey, bring I got your, a real can bring now." Bring your real from ID teacher and James. <laughs> oh well, I don't have the real ID, but I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> man. IDs. It was awesome hanging out with you today, man. And uh, hey, like I you. said, Brandon Inksap, man, it's it's been a pleasure. Yes. Um, what's your Instagram, man, so they can follow you? Uh, Instagram is uh ink sap with a lovely underscore at the end hell at, yeah man at the end thank you so check out his website i love inksap.com uh and pretty much that's it man thank you to the audience for hanging out with us today yes and thank you. um happy star wars days guys and uh leave right. the review on itunes and follow us at pttp show and uh thank you very much everybody love you guys take care and peace peace thanks brother and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.